Everybody and welcome to the afternoon tune. I am your host Josh, and with me I have a special guest here who I'm interviewing today, Ryan the Predator Parker, uh, MMA fighter himself. Uh, he just had a fight last night, um, and I'm glad he won because I was talking about it with Nick. Um, I was like, this interview kind of would have been awkward if you lost. I didn't want to really ask you questions if you lost the fight, uh, but I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, big congrats to you, man. Congratulations on your W. Uh, that was pretty Thank awesome. You, mm -hmm. Um, so how are you feeling about the W? I'm feeling really good, man. Uh, it was my first fight in about a year and a half. So, uh, you know, anytime you have an extended period of time off from something like a sport or something like that, there's always worry about, you know, ring rust and coming back and maybe being a step off and having to, you know, kind of get your rhythm back and your timing back. But uh, I've been putting in a lot of work since uh, my last fight, which was March of 2021, and um, changed up some things in my approach since then for, for fights prior to that and for this one in particular. And um, I really felt like this was the best I've been in, in uh, quite a few years in my career in terms of just my preparation, how ready I was on, on fight night, and, and, and just how sharp and, and and everything my skills were last night so i was uh, really happy with the fight mm, nice so what do you think was kind of different this time around for you as opposed to some of the, your other fights like why did you feel so really great about this one uh, than i guess some other past fights you had you've had well it's just uh like i said my preparation for this fight um i've i've gotten to i had gotten to a point where i felt like my training that I was was doing before was kind of keeping me stagnant. You know, it wasn't it was no longer pushing me. I had kind of outgrown um, some of the training partners that I had been using um, in the past. Uh, the team that I was on, particularly like solely only working with them. And I just felt like, you know, I needed something more. I'm, I'm I've been fortunate enough to compete with some of the the top competition, top prospects um, in the world, um, facing off a guy against guys who are now signed to the top promotion in mixed martial arts, the UFC. Um, guys that are in Bellator, the second, and um, also PFL, which is where well, they switch between who's second and who's third. But you know, these are the top organizations in the sport, and I'm facing off against um, guys who are now ultimately have reached those levels. And I just felt like I was falling short in fights um earlier in my career just because i had kind of outgrown about i had outgrown my training environment to where it was able to still give me the same push and the same um prep that i needed and for this camp uh i was able to to reach out to uh, another local gym i'm in the 757 uh, hampton roads area in virginia for anybody that doesn't know and there's a gym here called the house of muay thai um, ran by coach Jake Chamberlain and he's a phenomenal coach uh, super knowledgeable been in the game 
for for probably well over a decade, possibly close to two decades. And um, he's just, you know, he was him and his his school, the House of Muay Thai, was the changeup I needed. Um, they had fresh bodies. They had a lot more experienced guys who have also been um, fighting at the level that I've been fighting at. So my preparation was just much more intense this fight camp. It was much harder. Like it, it pushed me to my my physical and mental um, ends and, and forced me to break through walls that I hadn't been faced with in um, quite some time. So I just think that's what really made the difference in this fight. Mm. And your opponent for the fight, um, kind of were you kind of coming into it like, did you think it would be a pretty much a really really tough competition, or were you thinking it was kind of going to be a little bit? uh easier than some of the fights you've had before or how are you looking at your opponent kind of coming into it um i i knew my opponent was skilled um he was a veteran he had he actually has more fights than me um and he has some good wins in the past he's uh he was he was also coming off a a longer layoff than me he's actually this was his first mma fight back in in seven years so Mm. You know, he was coming off of a long layoff, but um, I had seen he had been doing some boxing. I had seen he had been doing some other things. So, um, like I said, like looking at his past fights and looking at um, his career up to this point, I knew he was a tough and formidable opponent and that I couldn't I couldn't take him lightly just because, you know, he's been out seven years. Um, at the last time he fought, he was fighting at 170, and now at this time point in time, we're fighting at 205 pounds. So there's a big weight difference there, and um, that's something that he was going to have to adjust to. So I knew that it, it could potentially be a tough matchup. It was a good matchup for me coming off of what I consider the long layoff for myself. Um, it was good to jump back in there against somebody who, you know, is also coming off a layoff. So uh, we, we, we kind of, I felt, gave, took took the advantage away from um, someone else that would be coming in who's been active uh, facing off against each other. Mm. And um, like I said, I just felt though like the camp and the changes and the, uh, the changes I made to the camp uh, made me supremely confident that I would be able to dominate every aspect of the fight. Mm. Nice. And your opponent was Diego Peklak. Uh, is that a yeah. pronounces? Okay. Uh, Peklak. Yeah. Peklak. Pe- yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, and just, uh, really quick, uh, give me some of your background, uh, how you really got into MMA. Um, you know, if you wanted to talk about that. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, initially I got into MMA, uh, through wrestling. I wrestled in high school, um, for Booker T. Washington High School in North Virginia. And that's actually where my, uh, connection to MMA started because there I wrestled for Gaskin Reynolds as, uh, our head coach and then the assistant coach is my current uh, mixed martial arts coach, Xavier Bell. He was the uh, assistant head coach um, for Booker T. Washington's wrestling team. So I wrestled for them for all four years, ninth through 12th grade, was able to to win districts my junior year. My senior year, I was number one in the district and uh, projected to do very well in the state tournament. Unfortunately, uh, circumstances happened to where I ended up getting uh, kicked out of the district uh, tournament a week before due to a violation of weight cutting rules and, and, and a technicality um, that um, 
rendered me not eligible to compete in, okay. in the district tournament. So I ended up having to go and do some off-season stuff. I was trying to go to uh, North Carolina State University to wrestle for them. So I ended up going and doing some off-season uh, national tournaments, uh, uh, the NHSCA, National U.S. Open, and placed fourth in that, making me an All-American that year. Um, and then when I went to try to go to NC State, again, more un unforeseen circumstances happened to where I wasn't able to um, – go and pursue that opportunity. So I ended up just playing football, but I wanted to stay near wrestling. And when I graduated, uh, I came back and I was going to kind of just start doing open tournaments and seeing if, seeing if I could like keep myself uh, in wrestling shape and around the sport and maybe transfer and, and, and finish out my two years at a school with a wrestling program. But um, it just, it, it didn't, it didn't end up working out that way, but I still wanted to stay near wrestling. So I was going to start switching into coaching. And uh, Xavier, my coach, he told me that he was actually transitioning to mixed martial arts and teaching um, and, co and training a fighter who he then asked me, uh, would you be his kind of wrestling partner to help him transition wrestling over to MMA? And that was really how I got my start in MMA. I, I started out as his wrestling partner, just giving him looks, kind of giving him ways that I think wrestling could transition to to MMA because I was also a fan of the sport. Like I watched the sport. Um, mm -hmm. With my father, uh, growing up, we watched the Ultimate Fighter all the time together. So I was I was very familiar with the sport and and how I could you know transition to some of the things I did during wrestling to that. And they just progressively over time were like, man, you actually are really talented in this. You probably could do this yourself. And from there, just being around it, you know, training it. I was I was dedicated to helping him out so i was training it just as much as he is anytime he needed me i was there and you know once i finished football i played college football uh for the school i ended up going to and when i finished that i just i wasn't ready to sit down and just be a normal person yet i was like i need <laughs> something else to you know keep me motivated keep me working keep me uh progressing myself every day so then i was like let me give this a try and yeah. i've been hooked ever since uh football wide receiver quarterback or Outside, uh, DN outside linebacker. Oh, okay. DN outside linebacker. Okay. So yeah, you yeah. hitting motherfuckers. I, I, I do get quarterback and wide receiver a lot, though. Yeah. Okay. Because I was, I just figured, because you are 6'3, right? 6'3? Yeah, 6'3, 6'3 and a half. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Nice. Okay. So you're knocking people out. All right. Linebacker. All right. Um, <laughs> um, so, you know, you said, okay, so you come from a wrestling background. So would you say that's your kind of big area of expertise when you're in the octagon is taking people down, using that expertise of your wrestling background? You'd say that's kind of your specialty there? It was for a long time. I definitely think um, my base is always wrestling. That is uh, where a lot of my ability is is, is predicated off of and, and has come from, you know, my ability to kind of understand weight distribution and balance and and center of gravity and, and kind of how to manipulate someone else's weight against them. But over the years, I, I've really fallen in love with like the striking aspect of the game, um, training boxing. Uh, my, my first real striking discipline was probably boxing. Like the first box, the first coach I had striking wise was a more boxing coach. So I got really good with my hands and, and, and growing up, my dad was a, a big boxing fan. We used to also, we liked, we were, we were real combat sports fans. Like we liked boxing. We liked 
uh, mixed martial arts once it came on the scene, pro wrestling. So we like that physical combat sports type aspects of thing. And um, like I remember, we would we would watch the HBO back when HBO would put on a pay per view. Then the next week they show it on free TV. We would always catch that free TV and and and, and see the fight from from last week. And uh, just like watching Bernard Hopkins, Roy Jones Jr. when he was coming up in the mm. in the early 2000s, and and just uh, all of those those greats from from that time. So boxing was always something that I was around. My dad always had me, you know, saying knowing how to just throw my hands just to protect me, protect myself on the streets. And then once I got into MMA, my first coach was really a boxing coach, and they just kind of saw like, man, you you got natural hands, you you know, you pick up combinations, you're able to kind of find rhythms and patterns really easy and um over time like i've just become like kind of like like enthralled by the 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 striking aspect of it as well and also jujitsu jujitsu is also like my uh you know my my grappling and jujitsu is kind of like my new wrestling you know i used to love straight up and down wrestling and now that i love the whole grappling aspect i, I love being able to submit somebody from off your back being able to manipulate somebody, sweep them, take them, take them to, to to mount and whatever position you want to do to set them up for whatever you want to set them up for. So mm-hmm. I think early on my 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 base was really heavy wrestling. But now that I've, you know, I've been in the I've been like I said, I've been training this now since probably about 2012. Um, training it, being around it as a training partner and then competing since about 2015. I really think my biggest aspect is just being a full, well-rounded mixed martial artist. Mm. Yeah, because I see because some of your uh, wins where you have most of your wins, they were from like TKO or, you know, usually kind of strike and things like that. That was some where majority of your wins. Kind of some, like a, a, like a, a lot of them, like some some of the earlier ones that still say TKO were from like me getting in a dominant wrestling position and like grounding, pounding people out and the referee having to pull me off of them. So. It's transitioned like yesterday. Uh, it was a, it was a TKO, but it was it was it was more of a technical striking TKO, okay. as opposed to so much. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So you said you you know kind of were a fan of the sport, watching people like that, like Ward Jones. Um. Who are you liking now? Um. In the sport. Mm. Uh, I'm a big John Jones fan. I know he hasn't fought in a while, but uh, when I came into the sport, I was get I always got comparisons to him because i have similar body a uh, similar body style as him similar background with the wrestling coming in um george st pierre was probably my favorite fighter um demetrius johnson jose aldo um i like max holloway some of the some of the newer guys um kamaru usman uh is he at a sign yet so i i i i I'm I'm really a student of the game, so I have like so many people that I look at and kind of study and see like what they did in their careers and how they adapted their styles and 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 you know what could negate it, what could what could amplify their styles and 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 just like really like help me understand how I can be better every day. Nice. Um. So your last fight was in March. Uh. It was in March '06 of 2021. And you said that was kind yeah. of a long layoff for you between, you know, that fight and then this fight right here. Um, so you said, you know, you really tried your best to stay engaged during those kind of time you were off there uh, in between. Um, is this kind of the longest layoff you've had in between fights between the March and this October? Uh, 
Uh, I would think so. I would. I would think so. I think maybe the first, like the 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 when the pandemic first started. So I think before that fight in March last year, I think I had one fight in twenty nine. No, I had a fight at the start of twenty twenty. So okay, so yeah, this is the this is the longest layoff. This was a year and six months. That one was about a year and three months. So um, yeah, this is the longest layoff I've had in my career. Uh, uh, just about just about eighteen months. Uh, and and if you looked at if if you looked at my record from when I was an amateur, like I was, there was a point in time where I was fighting every every three four weeks, just because I was finish I was finishing people so fast I get out of a fight with no injuries and I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna take a few days off and I'm back in the gym. Let's line something else up. Hmm. And it's just, you know, I just love competing that much. So when did you get the call for this fight? Um, when you, in between the layoff? Um, I actually had a teammate of mine, Kyle Wright. He was trying to get on this car and he, you know, I had got back into training. I, so in that fight back in March, I had actually got an injury, which is kind of what also added to the the layoff of it. Because you know I got into that fight, and then I was trying to you know that was right after the pandemic had started to kind of open back up, and things were kind of looking like okay, we're gonna you'll have options available uh, to fight it at places. So I went to that fight and um, actually ended up. Injuring my foot, I dislocated a toe and broke some bones in the base of my foot. Hmm. Uh, defending the takedown during that fight, and you know, so that put me out for about eight weeks um, or so. And then when I came back, immediately, like it re-injured it, this like the same the same injury. So ended up putting me out another eight weeks. So there was like four months right there where you know I I I. Uh, I was just out out of commission, um, couldn't really. And then it was a, the 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 nature of the injury, a foot injury. It's not. It's it's really hard to kind of be able to stay in there and do anything when it's something like a foot or or, or a knee injury or something like that. Because you know, especially a foot, like it's it's really hard to take your feet out of any type of training and not you know um, do anything to aggravate the injury. So um, I did that, and then once I got back. Like I like 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 2021, I just had an injury bug, so I got back and was doing uh, jujitsu and got a got a knee injury. Um, popped my knee pretty good. I think mm-hmm. it reaggravated the old football injury I had. So then that ended up that really that really honestly lingered on. And I still deal with that to this day now a little bit. Um, but like I said, it, it it was progressively getting better, and I was just like, man, I I really don't care about the knee. Like it's good enough to go. I'm training on it, you know. As long as it holds up, I'm gonna go. So I reached out back. He was t- my my teammate Kyle was telling me about um, the Stellar Fights card. They were looking for people, so I reached out to the uh, promoter, and you know, told him, hey, look, I'm looking to 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 get matched up. So that was probably back in March, and I think in like uh, not March, I was probably back in like late April, early May, and then around June, they came to me with the matchup, and, you know, we, of course, went through the whole negotiation, and then we was able to lock this one in. So I've probably known about it for sure locked in since about end of June, early July. Mm. 
end of June, early July. And and how much time do you think is good for you to really learn about a fighter, plan for the fighter that you're kind of going against? What do you think? You think because you said like back in your amateur days you were kind of fighting, you know, kind of in a short time span. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what for you? What is ample time to really study a guy uh, and plan against him? Well, for me, typically I think, and most most fighters will tell you like uh, six to eight weeks is a typical camp. You know, that'll give you enough time to really get in shape and then also get yourself, you know, technically sharp to go in there and be able to compete with anything. Now, me, like I said, I I was already preparing for a fight. I didn't know when it was going to come, but I'd already, you know, my, you know, with the injury, like I said, foot injury, so I couldn't run. Um, I couldn't really do any type of cardio to keep my weight down, so my weight had gotten a little high. I was, yeah, I was, I fought at 205 yesterday, but there was a one point where I was like 260. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, once I, you know, once I realized, like, okay, my knee's good enough to go, I was like, if I'm gonna want to go, let me start, let me start chipping this weight down now and and getting to within within range of of making 205 pounds, which is light heavyweight. And um, so yeah, I t- definitely gave myself more than the allotted six to eight weeks that I typically would be like, as long as I got six to eight weeks, I can I can get ready and be right. I definitely gave myself, you know, a little bit more time. I was already in the gym before I even reached out to the matchmaker, and just was like, when it comes, I want to already be on pace so that my camp can be totally getting sharp, getting ready, and getting right for the fight. Mm, okay. So, you know, your process, chipping that kind of weight down, everything like that. Um, I mean, do you have, you know, I mean, that requires a lot of dedication. I mean, to go from 260 down to 205, um, you know, I mean, would you say that that's kind of a, you know, one of a huge strength of yours, you know, dedication, putting in hard work, I mean, training? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, That's one of the things that, like, I pride myself on with this and, like, even my – my friends who see me, like when they when they, when they see me outside of camp, and you know where you know, like even the, like my food choices, like they 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 like they'll see. I, I I like to eat. I'm not even gonna lie. I like to eat. I like to pick out, you know, burgers, pizza, all that good stuff, man. I love it. I love to indulge in it. And like my friends will are, are always still amazed at how quickly like I can shut all of that off and like literally be tempted by none of it. You know, like once I lock in, like I've got friends like I'll, you know, I'll we'll be playing Call of Duty and like uh, they'll they'll hear me eating. They're like, "What are you eating?" I'm like, "It's it'll be the most healthy meal." And they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And I'm they're just shocked, but like they never like once I lock in for a fight or lock in for like, okay, I need to lose this weight to get right at how disciplined and dedicated I am, and and, and that it doesn't even seem like any of that like affects me and it's i mean it's it's because it doesn't like i mean wrestling all those years football um just having to be right for those different sports like i feel like as it's still to me a different mindset to like when it's time to get right and prepare like that's all it is it's, it's not a struggle for me mm, nice that's a great that's a great quality there uh yeah, definitely yeah um so uh with your nickname you so you call yourself the predator where did that nickname come from there well, actually, I, I just updated it to the Apex Predator because oh, okay. there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys who are running around with the Predator already. So, 
Um, but the name came from uh, so as you can see, I mean, as you can see, I got dreads. Uh-huh. Um, so the movie <laughs> The Predator. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, and, and with fighting, like there's kind of like an unspoken rule where like you can't give yourself your own nickname. So um, your nickname is supposed to be kind of given to you by just people around you. It'll 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 describe who you are to other people when they see you. So. The story behind my nickname was I was at jujitsu one day. This is probably back in what was it? probably like 2015, 2016 when I was first starting, and uh, we was over at Diego, uh, my jujitsu school I trained at Diego Bisbo Academy, and I was rolling with somebody. It was an older guy too, so it was kind of funny because you know the, the the old Predator movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger mm. when he's fighting the Predator in the jungle. Uh, that's kind of what they was like. Oh, this looks like the Predator movie. Like I had the I had the dreads hanging out the back, and they were just like, "Oh, the Predator's coming to get you." So like that was like the joke. Whenever I came <laughs> on the mat, they started calling me the Predator, and then um, you know, it just kind of stuck. They was like, "That needs to be your fight name." And then like I said, I I, I updated it just because every one like a lot of people use the Predator um as just a name, and so it's kind of generic, but I updated it to the Apex Predator because if you know about like the the um, like a food web or like a the, the the chain, the Apex Predator is at the top. Nothing hunts the Apex Predator. It's right. the top of the food chain. So that's kind of what the distinction. Like I was just like, okay, let me let me give it that extra distinction. Like I'm the top of the food chain. I'm hunting everybody else. Nothing hunts me though. Mm, nice. And I see on your merch. So that's supposed to be like a a werewolf. Right, like kind of like a werewolf. Yeah, it's kind of like a bee. So, I didn't, I didn't want to go with the predator logo just because you know I don't know about trademark and all that stuff like that. Uh-huh. So, you know, you can go with a generic werewolf that somebody draws up for you and uh, no harm, no foul, and we just we just call it a beast. So, uh, let me see if I can pull up the merch here that you have, which I did get myself a shirt. Uh, should be. I coming. appreciate it, brother coming pretty soon so i got myself a large there i got the shirt probably should also get a hoodie too since winter is coming i live in chicago it's yeah, gonna probably get real cold yeah. around here. Yeah, chicago yeah you definitely want to get you one yeah give me definitely want to get myself a hoodie there so yeah i think it's pretty nice i like the merch a little bit like the character design of the wolf and everything like that that's uh, pretty nice sure, man. We, um, got, we, we wanted to drop some more for this fight but it, like i said it was this is my first one back so i kind of just focused on just to prep into it so for the next ones um, i think i want to get some new because that that logo that design is a little bit older i got a newer one that i like a lot that i just i, I wanted to drop it at the right time so when i got that stuff in order that was when the pandemic hit and everything kind of slowed down so it was like all right let's not drop this new design when nothing's going on you know what i'm saying let's let's wait to the opportune time so mm, nice um, so are you, so do you just mostly just do the MMA stuff full time or do you have any other thing that you kind of do? Um, I mean, no, so right now, uh, this is, I mean, it's just a, a, a side job, but I mean, I would love to get to the point where I'm doing it full time right now. I work full time as an accountant. Ah, okay. Would not have guessed yeah, that. Yeah. I would have not guessed an accountant. Uh, <laughs> most, most, <laughs> most wouldn't, most wouldn't. Okay, so you do want to get to the point where you do want to kind of do the MMA stuff full time and kind of mature. Yes, man. If I if I if I definitely can, I would like to you know get to the point where I can do it full time and just dedicate you know everything I have to doing this because I do think that I can 
uh, go get back to the highest levels of the sport. I did. Uh, I debuted in, in Bellator, which is the second largest at the time was for sure the second largest organization in, in, in at least in America and, and the uh, Western Hemisphere. And, uh, you know, they've called me back a few times. So I, I, I'm right on the cusp of like being able to be back there. And, um, you know, it's just going to take a little bit of work, a little bit of dedication and some more results like last night to uh, to stamp my ticket there and, and allow me to be able to fully focus on this and, and, and try to make this my 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 living. Mm. So it's your passion. MMA is your definitely your passion. For sure. For sure. I love it. Mm. So what are your main goals there? Uh, you know, in this kind of MMA world? Um, I want to be a world champion. I want to be a world champion in one of the top organizations in the world for sure. I want my chance to compete with the the, the upper echelon of, of this sport, the the best of the best, and and see where I stack up. I, I believe that I, I have a lot of gifts and talents and abilities in this, and that if I if I harvest them and harness them the correct way, I believe I can be one of the best to do it, to have ever done it. Um, I also want to use that to be able to um, take that platform that I am able to gain and 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 come back to my hometown, which is Norfolk. And uh, kind of establish uh, MMA more of an MMA community here. It's, it's, it's it, there's one here, but it's 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 in this infantry in, in, infantry stages right now. Like it's still building. We're still kind of establishing, you know, getting well known names. Like we have a lot of talent here, but we haven't had too many names make it from here and then come back and give back to here and kind of reestablish it to help the next generation's path up to the top smoother and easier so that's definitely something i want to do is come back here start a gym kind of unite this area um and and kind of just highlight just all the athletes and the different um people that we have here that can 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 make it just as far or farther than me with the right help Mm. so who are some big names that have come from norfolk uh, virginia um for for mma we've got we've got a few uh there is Brandon Vera's from this area. He's a, I believe he's the current one championship uh, heavyweight champion. I believe Dominic Cruz was from this area. Who are some other people? Did, did, we have somebody in the, the UFC now, Tony Gravely. I believe he, uh, he he got signed to the UFC a couple years ago. He's been up there doing, doing his thing. Um, Sadiq Youssef was down here for a while. He's a current 145 uh pound fighter in the ufc i believe he's i believe he's top 10 now so um we've had some we've had some good names come from here and uh just i think that in order to make it they had to leave it got to a point where they had to leave here though and Mm -hmm. i want it to be to a point where that's not what you have to do to make it i want us to be able to come back here and put the different facilities and things in place to where everyone here will have equal opportunity to be it. Cause you know, everybody doesn't have the, the, the capacity to, to up and move to one of these bigger gyms and, 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 you know, really dedicate that type of thing to, to, to their craft sometimes, you know? So if we can come back here and kind of give them that and give them examples of people who made it from here, you know, not only will it, you know, allow those people who are, pursuing and maybe it will you know help some of these kids who are lost and, and, and need guidance it will give them another outlet to to you know put put positive energy into because because it, it can build character and and 
that make you a better person. Mm. Yeah, I think that's remarkable uh, that, you know, you're kind of thinking about that things, you know, thinking about building up the community there, uh, not only just MMA, but just also, you know, supporting, you know, a little bit you know, black community or, you know, uh, underprivileged youth there uh, in the community. I think that's a, you know, noble thing that you're uh, thinking about and thinking about doing, um, you know, reaching that stage. Um, so, I mean, uh, what are you not doing? What do you do usually when you're not fighting or preparing for a fight? I mean, what's just something you do to just chill out, relax? Um, when I'm not preparing for fights, I'm, I'm real low key, man. I like to, you know, chill, just Hang out with friends. Um, I've been trying to do more, you know, get out more because like sometimes I'm, I'm uh, I'm entrenched in MMA. So like a lot of it, what I do is, is around that. So like I'll go coach, you know, uh, uh, go watch different sporting events, but it's still kind of like all based on like, you know, uh, just the the love of competition and love of always trying to get better. But uh, no, I'm, I'm I, I work I I work train chill. You know what I mean? Go hang out with friends, try to go travel when I can, you know, and just just live the live the life of a of a, a young single man. Mm. OK, that's pretty good. Um, So do you have a next fight planned already or, you know, you just going to take some- uh, so I, my manager is we do have some some options on the table. Um, I'm going to probably take a couple days to kind of just relax, you know decompress take my mind off it and then um i'll I'll, we'll be probably talking middle of the week end of the week to kind of lay out the next uh game plan we've already talked about one strong possibility that we were talking about for a while even before this fight and this one just fell in place before those uh the other ones did so we'll probably revisit that and see if we can't um lock down this multi-fight deal with a, a promotion that's a pretty pretty big promotion. It's on UFC Fight Pass, so it, it will be hitting new audiences, putting me in front of new eyes, and um, kind of giving me an opportunity to get my name out there a little bit more on a on a higher stage and a higher platform. Yeah, that sounds that'd be huge. Uh, if it was on something yeah. like that, that'd be huge for you. Um, so your last fight, um, you fought a guy named Travis Davis. So you did lose that fight. Um, why do you think you lost that fight? Uh, against Travis Davis? I think ultimately I lost the fight because like I said, uh, preparation for the fight was was good, but I don't think it was optimal. And I think in preparation for it, my like I said, my training partners that I was having, I just wasn't getting pushed enough. So there were moments in there where I got to uh, 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 we got to situations where had I had the the, the proper preparation, I think I would have approached the situation a little bit differently. Um, I think in that fight I was rushing because, like I said, my training partners at the time, I was a lot more skilled than them. So a lot of the things I was working on in training were working a lot. I was having a lot more effectiveness and in training than I would in a fight because of just Travis was a high level opponent. He was 10 and 9 and 4 at the time, number one in Ohio at the time. And he was just a skilled opponent. And, and I think I just needed to 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 be in front of some, some little more skilled guys who can kind of 
sharpen me up and, and prepare me for the level I was about to go face. So uh, I think I just I, I because because I was having so much success in training, I think I came out there and my my game plan was rushed. You know, I was thinking I should be looking for the finishing shots earlier than I should have been because it's because I, I, I was I had set them up properly in the actual fight. But in training, I was getting to those those points a lot sooner just because, you know, I was more skilled than my training partner. So I was able to set them up and, and lead them into these traps. And Travis was a, a savvy veteran. So he wasn't as, you know, he wasn't falling into them as quickly, but I was still looking for the finishing shot, which was just putting my timing off just a little bit. I believe if I had to slow down and the, like the way I fought yesterday, the patience I had, the, you know, I, I started out fundamentally off of building the jab and then I was going and slowly stacking on what I was doing. If I would have fought Travis with that same patience and that same composure to the game plan, I believe I would have, I probably would have finished him in the first round too. Mm. Okay. Would you say that Travis Davis has been one of your toughest opponents that you faced? You he would say, or, um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I felt, and, and, and ultimately, the fight kind of got ended prematurely. Like the the record says uh, that I, I got submitted, but I I ended up I couldn't continue because of my foot. So I did have to tell the referee I couldn't go, and it was like a verbal submission. Um, but up until the point in the fight, I felt like it was going exactly like I planned. Like I knew that I would, you know, he was a he was a super skilled fighter, and like he was the guy who comes out and he wants to control the pace. And get to his, you know, get comfortable out there. And I felt like I had him very uncomfortable. Like if you look at the fight, he was moving around the cage a lot more than he ever did. He was ducking into trying to, to grapple and clinch with me because he didn't want to stand at range. And I just felt like I was rushing because I expected me to be getting him to that point in like the end of the second, start of the third round. And I saw him at that point in like the first like in the middle of the first round, I was like, okay, he's already, I've already got him to where I, I want him. Now I just got to land a shot on him. But I should have been taking my time and finding, okay, let me, okay, I know I got him to the point, but let me find the shot now. Let me set him up. Let me, let me figure out where he's going to go when I do certain things. And uh, I think I would have got him out. So he was definitely one of my toughest opponents in terms of he made me think the most. But I think before that, I had faced tougher and harder opponents. And, and, and had success against um, some of them. Mm. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, and do you think, like, you know, you being a bigger guy, 6'3, you think that helps you all tremendously in a lot of these fights? I definitely do. Uh, I think, like, even yesterday, I, I felt like, you know, you can kind of, it's, 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 it's not just, the fight isn't just in the, in the cage uh, when, when, when we go in there and fight. It's kind of all of it, you know, so, there was a lot of things we were doing backstage, um, weigh-ins, face-off things where we have to be around each other. And I kind of, you know, definitely being 6'3", 6'4"-ish, like everyone always tells like you look like you're like 6'5". So, like, you know, I understand, like, you know, my, my opponent yesterday, I believe he was like 5'11", five, 6 foot. So that kind of plays on you when you're walking by this guy and, you know, the whole time you see him, it's just like he's kind of towering over you and it's like, okay. You know, mm -hmm. as, as much as we try to act hard and like we're fear, it, it plays in your mind a little bit. Like, man, it's kind of guy's kind of big. <laughs> yeah, this might be a might be a rough one tomorrow. You know, so. Mm. 
Okay. Um, I definitely try to take my 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 physical gifts, and I, when I'm next to my opponent, I try to stand a little taller, just you know, <laughs> look a little more intimidating. Let uh, the dread swing a little bit. Uh, get, get the mind games going a little bit. Exactly, you know. I understand that. Trying to use every advantage possible. I get that. That's chess. Uh, uh, do you consume, you know, you said you, you know, just kind of like kind of eat, sleep, breathe kind of MMA, trying in that lifestyle. Um, when it comes to like media or anything like that, when you're like a movie or a television show or anything like that, do you also watch a lot of that too? Like in regards to like if it's about MMA or fighting or anything like that? Oh, yeah, I love, like, the MMA movies, like, uh, what was it, Warrior is one of my favorite oh. MMA movies with uh, 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 Tom Hardy as, as Tommy, um, that's not probably my favorite MMA movie, but yeah, I, I used to love, like, all the action karate movies, uh, Bloodsport, uh, Kickboxer, all of that stuff like that with John claude Van Damme and, and all of those guys back in the day, so, yeah, I definitely uh, am... am intrigued by it and, and, and keep up with it i watch a lot of like when i'm not uh training or fight like i'm, I'm usually watching like interviews of like the, in, the mma fighters that are coming up on the next big fight card and, and kind of seeing where they are in their camp and, and keeping track of the division and, and and who looking like they're gonna face off soon down the road if this person wins and that person wins um technique videos kind of like i my YouTube is mostly just like uh, well-known coaches who I kind of respect their philosophies on things and just their different videos on different things where I just watch. And I'm like, oh, that's that's dope. Let me let me start trying to implement that on some of my free time. And when I'm you know when I'm just drilling or doing my own thing, I, I you know I'll, I'll take a video and just kind of take some drills from it and start trying to work it on my own and then see if it translates into what I do. And so yeah, yeah I'm definitely. 24/7 MMA. What did you think about? Because this past weekend, uh, this past uh, weekend, it was uh, UFC 280. Um, yeah. What did you think yeah. about that event? It was it was good. Like it was so I was it was actually um, great that it was in Abu Dhabi because because it was in Abu Dhabi they they aired the fights over here at like 11 10 a.m. So we you know I mean if if, if they hadn't did that I wouldn't have been able to see the fights because I would have been in the back warming up. And you know, kind of getting locked in, and and when I'm getting locked in on my fights, I don't want to, I don't care about somebody else fighting. Mm. So, um, but yeah, we got the while we were waiting for all the administrative stuff at the at the venue, we kind of got to watch. So I got to see uh, uh, Islam Makachev beat Charles Oliveira. I missed the Dillashaw fight, but I heard that you know Dillashaw kind of got banged up a little bit, and um and, and Peter Yan and and O'Malley like. I heard that was a controversial decision that it sounded like O'Malley got the, the nod, but really a lot of people were saying like Peter Yan sounded like he beat him up pretty good. So um, it was, it was a nice change, like, you know, to have it to be to where I could actually watch it. Cause a lot of times when we're fighting on the same day as a good car, we know like, ah, we're going to miss it. We just got to catch the highlights. Um, but it was a lot of good performances up there. Bilal Muhammad, he surprised me. I didn't know that he was. Gonna, I didn't think he was going to do that to Sean Brady the way he did. You know, Sean Brady being undefeated, but uh, Benil Dariush. Um, some of the, some of these names really just kind of we we knew they were good, and they kind of came in and stamped their name as like, okay, mm. now I'm the next person to be considered the top of the division. Mm. So it was great. Nice. Uh, well, uh, 
I'll let you kind of get out of here, man. Thank you for coming on, man. It's been great. Man, I, I really wanted to get it before, you know, just, you know, it's a great promo for the fight, but after it just as good, you know, um, and, and, and there will be plenty more. So I, I, I definitely would love to come back on anytime you guys will have. Oh, definitely. Next fight you got, make sure to do it before. Um, I will definitely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you want to talk about your stuff, um, you know, your merch, uh, socials, anything like that, if you want to pimp that, uh, you can right now if you want to. Okay. Uh, yeah, so for sure, uh, anybody who wants to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at grindtime, G-R-I-N-D-T-I-M-E underscore R-P. And up there in my, I have a link tree bio. Up there, you can find a link to my merch website on MMATCO.com. Uh, check in the bio, go there. We got shirts, hoodies, um, and a bunch of other stuff. I'm going to try to get them, maybe get hats, like the little scullies, you know, get the cold weather stuff going. Mm. Um, I think they got coffee mugs. Like, So it's a, a whole bunch of things over there. The people at MMATCO, they, they, we have a partnership. They kind of sponsored me. So they they produce a lot of my uh my fight my fight merch and, and 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 all of that good stuff. So follow me up there for sure. Follow me on Facebook at uh, my fighter page Ryan the Predator the Predator Parker. But I'm gonna update it the Apex Predator soon. So uh, yeah, just be on the lookout for that. I try to put my fight updates on there so that everybody can see. I usually create an event so that if you wanna go, you can go ahead and put that you're going, and then it books it to your calendar so it gives you a reminder to kind of you know stay up on it and, and stay up on any updates for it so just keep, keep following me i i plan to do big things this is this was step one in in the journey to me getting to the top and 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 becoming a world champion one day so i would love if you guys tune in for that nice yeah i wish you the best of luck man you don't have uh, any youtube channel put any like highlights from the fights anything like that on there we got a uh, team channel for uh, Team X Combat Wrestling Traps that we kind of do a a, a total uh, synopsis highlight tape. Uh, I I do want to. I'm talking to my my uh, a friend of mine who's big into the the videography and everything like that. He's actually I'll plug his uh, I'll plug his channel because he's actually doing for this fight. He was doing a documentary on me. Um, and it's, it's it's in the works right now. It's seven fights seven. Those so like the the number seven, mm. and like our area code is seven five seven. So he kind of put a spin on it and seven fight f i g h t seven. So seven underscore fight underscore seven um, on YouTube, and that that documentary should be coming out soon. I just sent him some video from the fight that I had for some people that was there. So he's probably going to take the next week or week and a half to kind of put some things together and then we'll review and kind of look at some tweaks we can make and then he'll he'll drop that so um after that too i want to i'm going to get with him a little bit more to kind of get my own personal youtube page and things like that really going just to document this journey um i i I, that's one of my biggest regrets with when i wrestled in high school I, i was really good at it but i was so focused on just man just wrestle like i would go to tournaments you know Mom and dad had to work, so I, they'd give me some money, send me out with coach, and we just go wrestle. And, you know, I have no video from that time. You know, nobody in the stands to watch me. We just go, all right, we're going up to Maryland today. We're going up to Pennsylvania today. And 
You know, mm. those are some of the best times in the world, but I have nothing to show for. So I don't want my MMA career to be like that. Mm. Yeah, I'll be make sure to be on lookout for that. And I'll put your uh, all your links in the description below when I upload the video and I'll let you know when the video goes up. I'll make sure to send it to you. Um, all right. All right. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you, Ryan Parker. Uh, good luck on your next fight. Good luck on your endeavors, man. Thank you, man. All right. Take care. Yes, sir. Um, all right. Uh, hey, Chris Anthem, I'll get back to you. Uh, I'll message you back here. Uh, uh, let's see. Awesome. Um, yeah. Um. Uh, I don't know if you where you want to send it to me at. Um, let me see who's up right now and who's streaming. Um, I can raid that person right now since I'm doing it right now. But that was a great interview. Uh, I like that. I like doing it with. Uh, like doing it with <clears throat> with Ryan Parker there. Uh, who's on right now? Joey the bastard. He's doing music right now. Maybe I'll raid them. Uh, maybe I'll raid them. I haven't raided them before. Um, and we'll be back. We'll be back Friday doing House of the Dragon. I can't wait to see the final episode. I think someone's gonna die this episode. Um, which is pretty awesome. All right. I'm going to raid Joey the Bastard, uh, B-A-S-T-U-R-D, uh, and Joey, J-O-E-Y, and then T-H-E, Joey the Bastard, uh, playing some music right now on this channel. Uh, thanks everybody for stopping by. Chris Anthem, swag me, please. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, to everybody, stay tuned.